here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105.1 FM in Johannesburg. Bridget Masinga on the art of everything. Professor Pitigantuli is joining me now on the line. You know, Professor, good evening to you. And Papa, you know, rattling off your incredible accomplishments and titles as a professor. And then I realized that in my Google search earlier, I actually, I omitted to even Google which university you represented. Uh, at least you wouldn't have found anything <laughs> because I'm not with a university anymore. I'm with the university of my people. Aha, I love that. University of his people. Professor of Fine Arts uh, and, of course, the History of Arts. Uh, and uh, once upon a time, Professor of uh, Sociology as well. Now with the University of his people, uh, Professor Pitiganduli joins me on the line on this Africa Month to talk about this incredible and I think long overdue honoring of uh, Stephen Bantubiko alongside the late great also uh, Robert Sibukwe. Let's get to the the gist of this project because I feel these two gentlemen have really come to exemplify incredible leadership uh, in South Africa and on the African continent broadly and yet there is very little by way of representation and by representation I mean by some kind of monument, some kind of tangible something that we can point at, you know, as South Africans for generations to come and go, this is where we go when we want to pay homage. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, if you listen carefully to the media in South Africa, uh, everybody is crying that the colonial as well as the apartheid statues must be removed. Mm. But they don't, they don't talk about what has got to replace them. Mm. Here is just one sad, difficult example of all issue you have raised. In 1964, five Vuli brothers in the Eastern Cape, mm. who belonged to the PAC, were hung. Mm. But there's not even the single monument. Mm. The Eastern Cape alone has fought more than 18 wars of national liberation mm. and one person fought 14 of those wars of liberation in Macoma. Wow. wow all you are going to find is a one and a half foot statue at the university of uh, fort hare in, in east london mm. so in other words we can talk about africa we can talk about africa months but if there are not the concrete examples that indicate that we are PDFs committed to Africa. Mm-hmm. What one can say is that the Minister of uh, Agriculture, you know, uh, uh, Nati, mm. changed from Africa Day to Africa, uh, you know, Month, and there were a range of programs that were were done all over, you know, you know the country. Mm. But in many instances, you find that the bureaucracies, very much within you know, the ministry, so it could not grasp of what art and culture actually are, mm. then these things end up in a kind of sabotaged. Yeah. Uh, so, and so that's why now we want to do a, 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 the monuments of our old heroes so that when people walk up on the street, they are not a dwarf. Mm. Uh, but they have to go to places where 
they are going to pay that liquid. Now, Professor, I've got two follow-up questions for you, but before maybe I get to the question of commissioning, because now from what you're saying, I'm wondering, you know, if this is a privately commissioned project, uh, you know, and not something sort of spearheaded by, by DAC. But before we get to that, maybe let's speak... Uh, you know, just spend a, a moment just highlighting this lack of recording South African history. Because even when you speak about, you know, these uh, liberation battles that were fought in the Eastern Cape and these lives that were lost, I'm thinking all we ever hear about the Eastern Cape really, and we hear a lot about the Eastern Cape being a province that's got the most uh, laureates, a province that's got the most liberation leaders. But those are all the names that we've come to know. You know, all the names that I like to say are, are the, 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 the highlights, the rock stars of the liber. I use that very loosely, the rock stars of the liberation movement. But we don't know these other stories. And 28 years into democracy, who do we now start to blame or where do we start to, to, to sort of correct our lack of archiving history? I, I mean, we just have to sit around and address uh, uh, the government actually itself because they have got their, their resources. They have made the commitment of coming up with a better life uh, uh, for all. Mm. And a better life for all is not just only on an economic field, it's on a spiritual plane, it's on a cultural plane. Mm. And talking about the, the Eastern Cape, it's a, uh, the Eastern Cape and the Northern Province are the poorest provinces. Mm. And yet the Eastern Cape is a province that is the richest in terms of forts. Mm. There are forts there, that's what we humans say. That shows that... Uh, uh, the people in the Eastern Cape fought colonialism tooth and nail. Mm. Uh, you got all fought all over that place, more than in any other uh, uh, in a province. But are you going to find any monuments of our, uh, uh, of our place? Yes, no, we are not going to get it there because the uh, situation of colonialism uh, is always followed by neo-colonialism. Mm. Yeah colonized again, but this time they're colonized through the mind. You mm. decolonize, but coloniality, uh, the stamp of freedom stays inside uh, you know, the people's head, so that uh, many of the ruling elites still think the same way as apartheid in, in the kind of regime, because they've turned their backs on their own culture, they mm. turned their backs on their ancestors, they turned their backs on anything that is Essentially, uh, you know, African and in South Africa, it's not very clear that anybody who speaks seriously about Africa and is committed to Africa, uh, you know, suffers. Mm. Robert Mangali Sosobuke was searched for three years on Robben Island, mm. but he remained more than three years. That is the only person in the whole history of Africa who had got a law that was dedicated to him, the Sobuke clause. Mm. to keep him this side of eternity without trying, you know, because he was too dangerous. Even Mandela and the rest were not allowed to uh, uh, even see him or even to meet him. Really, they were all on the island, but only released because he was dying. Mm. With Biko was brutally, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, you know, murdered. Black men were on their own. Your culture 
is your culture, your language, is your, is your language. Mm. And also you also think as to why is it that out of the 135 people who were harmed by the apartheid regime, 95 of those people were Africanists. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. I that mean, should actually tell you that when we about Africa, what we're talking about or what we are not talking about. Yeah. You raise uh, some very valid points there, in particular what we are not talking about and leaving out of the conversation. And I wonder sometimes, in terms of this representation we talk about, right, in terms of telling the stories, uh, whether recording them or archiving them and bringing them to the light, is there also, because uh, I look at South Africa and I look at the rest of the continent and I think, well, I guess the narratives that get pushed post-liberation, post the independence of, you know, of the oppressed people is that of the liberation movements. It's it's the, the stalwarts and the heroes of the liberation movement. The rest of the leaders who were either equal or even maybe superior, but were on the periphery of those particular organizations somehow have been eroded and erased from the pages of history. And this just seems, from my naked observation, a trend that happens on the continent. I don't think it's happening uh, uh, you know, much on the continent. Let's give you an example. Okay. Uh, you know, Senegal has, has now built yes. its own museum of its history. Mm. Where artworks are there, mm. uh, 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 the books are there. Ghana is actually following in the suit. People are preserving their culture, they are preserving their heritage, mm. tangible and uh, intangible. It's just us. You see, with us, we got so westernized in, mm. in South Africa. Mm. That we have actually lost even our sense of self, our sense of uh, uh, you know Africanness, and immediately you don't even have your own language mm. being taught, uh, uh, you know, as a medium of uh, 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 instruction. Mm. It is. This takes me back to what Huma uh, Sikela said: that if we don't teach our children about Africa and we don't teach them about our culture. Mm. When they are asked in the future as to whether who they are, mm. they will say, oh, our parents say mm. we used to be African. Mm. That's what we are actually uh, you know, laying up. We talk about nation building. Do you get any program uh, in South African government right now in South African society that addresses uh, you know, that? Okay, we talk about uh, social cohesion. Mm. But how do you run the social cohesion? Mm. I mean, that is why, you know, here in 2014, mm. I organized a meeting of the top intellectuals and opinion makers, and we met with senior members of the government, the Minister of International Relations, or one of the deputy minister of higher education, and all those people who are in the media who are critical of government. Mm. But when we got there you know, together, you couldn't tell which was government and who was uh, an intellectual because there was a kind of a meeting of uh, a, I mean, of mine. Mm. And that was going to follow. But in South Africa, like everything else, 
We suffer from a very insidious, debilitating disease. It is called continuous discontinuity. Mm. We start brilliant things, we leave those things. Mm. I'll give you an example. Uh, Minister Kada Asmal, when he was a minister of Arts, Science and, and Technology, mm. brought up a team of people uh, from, uh, from, from culture, from design, from science, from a variety to come with a national curriculum statement for further education and the training. And the documents are, are there that spelled out how the culture, how education is to be done. Oh. Uh, they should not complain that we can't even teach art because we don't have art teachers. Plans, uh, plans were just uh, you know, made. And as soon as we stopped being a minister, those documents were dropped. Mm. Then we start you know, fresh again. As a country, we started brilliantly with the Reconstruction and Development Program, RDP, mm. where we could ask questions. What are we reconstructing? If we are reconstructing our language, how are we going to do it? Who is going to do it? What are the resources that are there? How are we going to monitor it? We, we, we could uh, reconstruct our our economy, reconstruct the, the land question. Mm. But instead, we gave up the RTP in favor of a gear, mm. uh, which is uh, looking for direct foreign investment yes, from yes. white monopoly uh, uh, capital. Uh, in the there because you're not going to get it in Africa from any black uh, uh, country. So in the end, we end up being uh, caught in the vice grip of white monopoly capital. And yet, when we open our mouths, the first people we we call them is white monopoly in the yeah. capital. It just tells you that uh, whatever education we got was a rhetorical education, but not the kind of education that would make us think. Mm. Find out what needs to be done, how it to be done, and who has got to do it, how to monitor, how to evaluate. Yeah, yeah. It is uh, the voice of Professor Ntuli on the line, uh, and we are also obviously on the back of uh, African Month. We are talking in terms of uh, the statues that are soon to be going up, uh, commemorating the contributions and the leadership of uh, Steve Biko and, of course, Robert uh, Sobukwe, but uh, also just taking the conversation a little bit broader with the professor for a moment and just uh, having an overview in terms of, you know, our institutional memory and where we are going both as South Africans and Africans and where we are sort of faring on the greater scheme of things. And I think, Professor, uh, you know, you definitely give us pause to question there when when, when we ask the question of we've had these great plans, you know, uh, and if I can just borrow and say, you know, we, we've had this national agenda that's kind of been discontinued. And from my small observation, when you brought up Senegal, for instance, and Ghana, which I think are two really incredible examples of countries that have strong identities, that have identified the cornerstone pillars of who they are as as nations and the different elements that they've got to use in order to harness that, magnify that, export that, ingrain that in their citizens within their borders and abroad. Um, I've often said that I think that is the missing link with South Africa is we had a period of reconciliation, but we forgot to have a period of what does it mean to be a nation, this nation that we are trying to build? In essence, who is it? Who are we? What are we? 
And I think maybe that is sometimes the failure that we have to even have follow through because we all have various understandings of what it is to be South African and the contribution we should be making towards that journey and that end goal. So I come in as minister of what, what one day and I have a plan. And then the next day, my comrade has a completely different plan because he has a completely different understanding. Yeah, no, no, yeah, you know, yeah, definitely. That's a continuous continuity. Our friend of the challenge is, you know, quite very, uh, uh, you know, serious and very, you know, challenging one. Mm. You look at uh, our cities. Our cities are dirty. Mm. Wherever you turn, it is plastic. Mm. And what are you finding now? You find that as we celebrate Africa Month, seventy-five percent of our youth is unemployed. Mm. The uh, government, the party, the ANC, that had about 62% of uh, the vote when we started, is now nestling at about 40%. Mm. Those things just tell us that people have got no confidence in the country. Mm. They have uh, confidence in uh, our ruling in the elite is uh, you know, diminishing. But we do not actually, uh, you know, find ways of actually doing, uh, 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 you know, that. Mm. That is why, from my own perspective, I want to revive the great dialogue we had in 2014. Speak to members of government, you know, get our healers and our artists and the people to come actually together to say, what are the problems that are challenging us? How can we collectively, jointly uh, do these things? How can we activate our own communities mm. and to start looking after you know, themselves. These are some of the things that uh, need to be put out there. As a nation that we are building, we have got to talk to each other. And uh, at the point, uh, 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 the way it's forward. Yeah. Uh, Professor Duri, um, before we run out of time, let's double back to uh, the reason why I actually called you now. I'm busy picking your brain on all matter of uh, a fabulous discourse around being African. Um, the statues, monuments that are going up of uh, Steve Biko and Robert Sibukwe, and you touched on it a little bit earlier when we were just talking about the departments of arts and culture and them often through their minister being, you know, um, obsolete or out of touch in, you know, as to what it is uh, to run that particular portfolio. I got the hint that these monuments are not necessarily commissioned or, or spearheaded by DAC. Yeah, but what I would really like to correct is that, uh, which I said actually earlier on, mm. the, you know, that uh, the, uh, the the Minister of Arts and Culture who brought in the issue of legends, who mm. brought in the issue of uh, uh, you know, African man, he had brought in a lot of very innovative ideas. Mm-hmm. But what I actually said was that uh, ultimately it is those bureaucrats, you know, at the bottom in government who cannot see uh, things done from one stage actually into uh, to another. And then in the end, like I've been one of those people who was very vicious mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, with, uh, uh, you know, with the minister. Mm. But after an investigation of what had happened, it all pointed out that the things are lying right down there up at the bottom of the things that should be done that are not actually mm. uh, 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 you know, be done when you cannot get human beings who are dealing with you 
we take a week or two in order to get a, a reply, you know, to it. Yes. These are the another uh, uh, issue. So me and other artists, we are inviting people sometime in May uh, into our into our studios. Mm-hmm. All progressive artists, what is the poets, mm-hmm. musicians, healers, uh, priests, and so that we can actually talk about. Uh, what does it mean when they talk of Africa and we're talking about Africa man? And with the artists, we want the artists who are going to come in there, not the ones who are just going to be shouting and condemning yes. everybody. As artists, we are creative people. Let's find creative solutions to our uh, I mean, our problems in all the fields that we're actually involved, uh, yes. uh, uh, that we're involved in. And now the monuments are they going up in? Uh, have you invited other artists, maybe sculpturists, to to partake in creating this work, or what is the yeah, plan so towards I it? I used to work with a team of young people. I was training, mm. and then what happened is that we ran out of funds. Okay. So it is not just Biko and uh, a who are in one big monument together, back to back. We are winning surrounded by children. We have got Mandela, we have got Shaga, we've got uh, 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 we have got uh, you know, the Kedok 4, mm. and we're also busy uh, uh, hoping to uh, train people to produce more and more and more. Yeah. But before we finish, I would like to end up with a, a, a poem before we get to the poem, perhaps, uh, Professor Ntuli, sorry, just looking at the time, I also just want to buckle down to the crux of uh, these particular monuments, because um, I did get a hint that they are going to be erect uh, in an open space in Zwani. Is this going to be a full-term sort of lifelong erection of them where they are going to be, or is it going to be an exhibition in, in an open space? Oh, well, that's a very good question. What uh, we've done, we are loaning uh, so far eight huge monuments mm-hmm. uh, uh, that are going to be in different spots, uh, uh, you know, in uh, uh, you know, in Houting, mm. if this program, if program uh, you know, actually succeeds. Uh, uh, we are loading them for about, what, three years. Mm-hmm. So for three years, they are just going to be there. If they want to buy them or somebody wants to buy them or, or other people want them somewhere, we can move them from there to another uh, to another space so that uh, 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 the more the people see this, uh, uh, they do. I'll give one example. We have got a statue in the uh, uh, deep roof mm. of uh, the Silver Tone 3. Mm. Mm. I made that a few, uh, some years ago. Each time I go there, I'll find a, a child of about 10, 12, 14 addressing the other children there about uh, what they had when this stage was launched, what it is all about. And those children are growing up doing what their actual history is. And the reason why the field must fall actually started, it started with a monument of Professor Dilly- Road where people felt oppressed by them. 
Professor Nduli, we have to wrap it up there for the evening. Unfortunately, we have run out of time. But thank you for okay. taking the time to chat to us. And we will keep abreast with you um, in the hopes of, uh, you know, when, when the statues go up, that we can have another conversation in terms of the locality um, so that people can actually go out there and engage with them and also um, just appreciate the work that yourself and your sculpturing team would have put into them. That was Professor Nduli coming through on the Art of Everything 20. It's just gone 20. 10 o'clock uh, as we fast approach the uh, the 10 o'clock hour taking all your requests on whatsapp as well as sms bridget masinga on the art of everything
Bridget Masenga on SAFM. Don't you love it when you discover that uh, that particular record that was on the album that you perhaps didn't get to because you were so busy listening to the radio edits all the time. Bongo Muffin coming through with Vuma. Loving it. 
We also get to discover new music as broadcasters from time to time, and you find yourself shazamming it uh, along with you. Uh, before that, Kanyo coming through with uh, Just Us. It is, of course, uh, just fast approaching at 10 to 10 o'clock right here on The Art of Everything. On the other side of 10 o'clock, we are going to be engaging with you via our WhatsApp. Uh, I hope you've been sending the voice notes uh, with, of course, your dedications and letting us know exactly what you're getting up to either today or during the course of the weekend. It is a Mother's Day weekend. This might be a good time for you to uh, share a loving, devoting message to your mom as well. We're going to take a quick break and then we come back and catch up with uh, our last guest for the evening, Zintleha Debe. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Windy Brow Arts Center. They've got some interesting programming coming up for Africa Month that is uh, particularly curated around provocative conversations, workshops, and of course, exhibitions that speak to the essence of Africa and all things. African. That's coming up in just a bit. A message from Randwater. Human activity on Randwater servitudes, which we call encroachment, is ranked as the number one risk on our strategic risks register. A Randwater servitude is land where our strategic assets, like our pipelines, are located. We use these pipelines to distribute our high-quality potable water to our customers in four provinces. We're aware that there are communities and even some businesses that have encroached on our servitudes. Should a pipeline burst where people have encroached, the impact will be devastating. Please look out in the community where you live for the Randwater beacons. The Randwater beacons are rectangular and are made of solid concrete and are painted either blue or white. They indicate the presence of our pipelines and the danger that exists below the ground. Randwater. Finding new ways. This is the art of everything. It is indeed the art of everything with myself, Bridget Masinga, right here on SAFM. We're following up on a conversation that uh, Sichaba had on Living Redefined during the course of the week. She was talking uh, uh, in regards to the calendar and some of the events that are coming up at the Windy Brow Arts Center during Africa Month, which, as you know, we have just kicked off now the month of May. Uh, we've got with us uh, as part of the curating team joining me tonight, Zintleha Debe. Good evening to you. Hi, Bridget. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. And thank you for taking the time uh, to uh, quickly catch up with this on this Friday evening. Um, now, I know that uh, you had a conversation with Sachaba during the course of the week in terms of, uh, you know, some of the events that are coming up for Africa Month. And I think I just want to expand a little bit more on that, uh, you know, that programming that yourself and your curating team have put together out at the uh, Windy Brow Arts Center. But maybe even before we get to that. There's always somebody who doesn't know what the Windy Brow Arts Center is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the Windy Brow Arts Center is actually one of um, the few remaining landlord houses mm. um, in the inner city. So the house is actually a heritage house. It's 136 years old, this year, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Um, but the Arts Center in itself is actually the fourth division of the Market Theatre. And we've been under the ring of the market theater for the past um, five years. Mm. Um, we're currently working as, um, well, obviously in the name, an arts center servicing youth and um, children specifically in the inner city. 
in areas like Hib, Pilbara, Yorobri, and surrounding areas. Yeah. Um, with arts and arts-based um afternoon programs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oftentimes when life finds me that way, I sometimes go past the Windy Brow Center. And I'm always curious and with every intention to stop and, and come pay you guys a visit. And I think one of these days I probably should do exactly that. So you've curated quite an extensive program for, for Africa Month. And I know that uh, it encompasses everything from conversational workshops to exhibitions, but primarily also you're looking at the significance of art therapy and play in children's lives. Why yes. that specific focus? Um, so we, you know, as, as artists or as an art center, we do believe that um, the arts have quite a revolutionary role in young minds, right? Um, arts promote thought leadership. The arts promote creativity, the arts promote play, mm. which is key, which is a key and essential role in the growth of children. And sometimes, um, especially working in areas such as the inner city, you realize that um, kids are exposed to quite a lot of trauma. Mm. But generally, kids in our country are exposed to a lot of trauma. And um, it's not always conventional therapy that helps them unpack and talk about um, what they experience on the daily. So through art therapy, not only are the kids learning a skill either through crafting, through painting, um, through sketching, but it's also opening an opportunity for them to um, open and freely express themselves without any judgment, without any of it having to make sense to mm. us, but with, with giving them an opportunity to fully express themselves and release and let go of whatever it is that has been holding in. Mm. So art therapy, um, we're working with an organization called the Sigala Puniso, mm. which um, is also based in Hobo and also um, is based in community art therapy work. So they have also a lot of workshops over the weekends and youth, and we're collaborating with them with our afternoon um, after school arts program um, to you know look at um, what happens when you flip the globe upside down and how see how these young minds envision their continent, but also, um, you know, to go through a process of reflection and, and, and perspective and give perspective of how it feels and what it means to them to be an African. Yeah, I think that mm. that's like the, the sort of resurging theme for this year's Africa Month with a lot of organizations and practitioners within the, the creative and cultural spaces is almost this reimagining of what it is to be African. And I think for you guys, mm -hmm. especially with the focus being on the younger creatives, um, that conversation could be even more pertinent because, you know, catching young minds at, at that really, yeah. that stage of life before they've ingrained the wrong messaging of what that might be. Exactly. So, um, you know, we always say, as you know, Whitney said, I believe the children now future. I'm not a great singer, but I mean, we always talk about how the children are future, but we never trust them enough to actually hear what they have to say or what they think the future needs, mm. right? We never acknowledge the fact that they are the next um, thought leaders. We never acknowledge the fact that they are probably far more advanced. Mm than um, we ever could be. So um, I think, you know, part of the imagining, again, uh, to avoid to avoid circumstances like, you know, creating the rainbow nation again and creating that identity that 
at some point as they grow up, they'll realize that they don't fit in. Mm. We're creating a space and opportunity to say, actually, you guys tell us mm. um, what 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 it means to be what it means to be African, what it means to reimagine Africa, yeah. what your African identity where, where it fits with you, yeah. you know, and how it fits with you, especially um, considering where we are. Um, Hilbert is quite a pan-African space, yes. quite diverse. Um, it's never just one culture. It's never just one child from one um, who has parents from just one country, mm. you know. Yeah. Um, and there's quite a lot of stories um, to hear from that, even in, like, the linguistics of things, how a lot of, like, the kids that we work with are just multilingual yes. because that's, that's what they pick up in, 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 in the house, yeah. you know. So, yeah, it really is um, <laughs> it really is an interesting conversation and it really is a great feeling to create an opportunity in a space to throw the conversation back to the kids yeah. and hear it from their perspective and hear what they have to say about it. And, and I do love the fact, as you mentioned it as well, Zintle, that the fact that the Windy Brow Art Center is primely placed, um, you know, by way of location to be the embodiment of what it means to be African, the diversity that just surrounds the continent mm. is right by your doorsteps. Mm-hmm. It really is. It really is. So it's uh, so just a bit more about the house. Uh, there's a favorite room that I have there, which is the Ifta Mashang room. Mm. Um, so as I said earlier on, the house is one of the original Randall um, mansions, meaning that we still have those Victorian ceilings in mm. the house and the chandeliers and the stained glass windows. But then as you walk into that room, you are welcomed by this gorgeous um, full-wall painting mm. of Ukok Esamasangu's work. And for uh, for me, I always say that that room is a true symbol of what the Wendita Art Center is. We are a pan-African space. Mm. So part of being African and part of being um, who we are as Africans is even the part of our painful history. We have come and accepted and made a part of our history. Mm. And that is exactly what that room does. I'm not exactly what that means, bodies. Mm. Um, so even even with this African month, um, um, you know, period, it's funny that um, we're having our 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 workshop tomorrow is led by Upule, mm. who is um, originally um, Christian Walsh. Yes, <laughs> by origin, but. He has decided to re-identify himself as Bule mm. and give such an intriguing um, and thought-provoking and engaging workshop around understanding African linguistics mm. and um, semiotics and the role that, you know, how we've always had our own systems of communication through our breeds mm. that we use to show um, a love interest or to show our position in society yeah. through, um, you know, which angle our triangles are shaped to symbolize where we stand. Mm. Um, are we matriarchal or patriarchal, you know? So mm. <laughs> um, it's elements like that that we bring in, into, in, into um, that we brought into the curation of the program to kind of spark this idea of flipping the globe, flipping the continent, and reimagining Africa.
I love it. Uh, Reimagining Africa as uh, we move forward into the future. That is, of course, uh, the conversations and the workshops. Uh, just a little snippet of what the Windy Brower Arts Center has in store for Africa Month uh, for, of course, uh, its uh, community and the surrounds and uh, those who partake and utilize the space um, and all that it has to offer. Thank you so much, Zinkler, for joining me and taking the time to be in conversation with us this evening. That was uh, Zinkler out at the Windy Brower Arts Center. It's just gone 10 o'clock as we fully get into some of those uh, weekend bangers for you. I think at some point uh, between you and I, we need to contribute towards a name um, <laughs> for this hour of the show. So if you've got any suggestions whatsoever, feel free to WhatsApp them to us or of course uh, you can uh, find me on social media. That is on Twitter at Bridget Missing and at SAFM. Remember, remember to use the Hashtag, hashtag SAFM, the art of everything. 061-410-4107 is the WhatsApp line. And 41391 is our SMS line with those SMSs being charged at 1 Rand 50.